0: Welcome back to the Rock This Life podcast. I'm your host Lindsay Miller, and I am here today solo style. This is season one, episode three, and today I'm talking about failure, failing, falling flat on your face, doing it poorly, <laughs> failure, and the fear that lies behind it. Um, so. Let's dive in. I recently started teaching fitness classes for the first time in forever. And it's kind of funny how it happened. I taught, for those of you that don't know, I was a professional dancer um, and a personal trainer, fitness instructor. And then after I had babies, I stopped training. Um, I stopped training clients. It was too hard to fit it into my day. I stopped teaching dance because it was too hard to find childcare. I actually taught for, for the first year and I brought my son in a pack and play and I would set it up in the dance studio and I would teach them. But once he started walking around and moving and making noise, it became really hard to be a good dance instructor and a mom at the same time. And at the end of the day, I live in Los Angeles where it costs me $20 an hour with a minimum of three to four hours to get childcare when I'm teaching a dance class making 15 to $30 an hour. It just didn't make financial sense, so I had to stop teaching. And I walked away from that entire world. Like I just walked away. I stopped auditioning. I stopped dancing. I stopped everything that I was doing before I had kids. And I spent the past six years trying to find myself again or redefine myself or become this new version of me. And I started my blog and my social media and I found joy and I found success and I found things that I liked doing, but I still felt like there was something missing. Like there was a piece of me that I had shut out and it was gone. And so I actually, it's funny how it happens. My son's preschool had a party book. A party book, if you're not familiar, is like a fundraiser where you go to a party, but you pay to go to it and the money goes to the school. It's actually really smart way, you know, instead of selling candy bars or something ridiculous, like you have fun. You do a party, you throw an event or whatever. So I went to this party book that was a dance party and a dance instructor was teaching a class and there was cocktails beforehand so that people didn't feel insecure. And I had so much fun. And I found out that two of the other moms from my school regularly went to these classes. So I started going again. And actually, one of the instructors, Elise Baker, um, who I'll have on the podcast in a couple weeks, I'm really excited. But she and I had started teaching together way back when at Equinox. And we actually met doing backup for Petra Kolber, who also is an interview on the podcast, like full circle life moment. Um, we met doing backup for one of her fitness videos. So we were like the backup babes doing the exercises in the background. And that's how we originally met. And then we would sub for each other in Los Angeles, sub our dance classes. And she's stayed in the industry and she's fantastic and amazing. Um, And I obviously had not, but I took her class and she said, hey, you know, Equinox is hiring again for group fitness instructors for dance and they never auditioned dance instructors. And I immediately was like, no, (laughs) absolutely not. I haven't taught in over 10 years. I am out of shape. I am overweight. They're not going to hire me. I'm going to be terrible. And this negative B-roll just started circling in my head like you can't you can't all the reasons why I could not and she was like no you should do it like you'll be fine they need dance instructors you're great I'm sure it's like riding a bike you'll be fine and so one night it was like four in the morning and I was like "Mm, all right fine I'm just gonna send my resume over so I sent my resume over to the group fitness coordinator who I'd known from way back when because I actually used to work for her when she was a manager at one individual club and so I sent it and they invited me to the audition which in and of itself you know they get thousands of applications and they only invite about 20 to 40 instructors to audition so like already I was like okay well yeah I look good on paper right I have a lot of credits I have a lot of experience I used to work at Equinox and so obviously they invited me so I I was like okay well now I've got to like prepare something And I spent so much time and so much energy. And my friends were amazing. My mommy friends that had no idea I even did this or had this life. Um, You know, I went to one of their houses late at night and she's not a dancer and she can't dance and she's sweet as can be. And she sat there and let me teach her my five minute demo choreography. And she gave me feedback and And it was really great. And I actually, you know, another friend of mine who's a dancer and also a mom, I taught it to her. And so so everybody in my world seemed to be like rallying behind me when I didn't even believe in myself. And I went and I put myself out there and I did great. (laughs) And I kind of surprised myself that in the moment when the music turned on and the microphone was on, that I became this version of me that. I had stuffed down and shoved away and put in a box and locked up and thrown away the key to so long ago. And it was really interesting because I thought, okay, I'm happy. I'm fulfilled. I love being a stay at home mom. I love raising my kids. I love what I do. I love writing and I've found a new joy, but it wasn't anything compared to like this feeling that I had when I was teaching, when I was performing, when all eyes were on me and I was dancing. And so from there, I was like, okay, well, I did get hired at Equinox and I started subbing and I started teaching. But every time I created a class, my whole self-tape was this negative, negative, you're gonna fail, they're not gonna like it, they're not gonna be able to do it, you're gonna teach it poorly. And it became really stressful and really overwhelming. But then every time I would teach, it was like so fulfilled and so happy and so energized and reconnected with this part of me that I had let go. And I started to really think about that and reflect and be like, "Okay, well, what what am I telling myself? Like what is the universe telling me? What is what is the message here?" Like on the one hand, I'm a stressed out, frustrated, overwhelmed leading up to these days that I'm teaching and then when I'm teaching and after I'm teaching I'm like so happy like my best self my best version and how am I like creating this how am I causing this and so I was um, I was actually you know thinking about it and the whole thing is this fear this fear of failure this fear of inadequacy, this fear of not being good enough, this fear of being judged. And I was in a training for a new signature dance program that Equinox was launching, they just launched, uh, called Choreo Cults. And the the presenter, the woman who was training the instructors, she used this phrase, fail forward. And she said, you got to fail forward. It's the only way to fail, right? If you don't fail you're never going to learn you're never going to grow you're never going to move past and if you let the fear of failure get in your way then you're never going to do anything at all right you're actually going to fail so like the fear of failure if you submit to it or if you like agree to that if you let that tape run in your mind and you let it overtake you and paralyze you and keep you from doing things then you're going to fail Like you're doing what you're afraid of. You are failing. You are not moving forward. You are not progressing. But if you are willing to fail, if you're willing to put yourself out there, if you're willing to fall flat on your face, if you're willing to not be good, if you're willing to be judged or be terrible, then you'll actually move forward maybe, right? Like Maybe, maybe you'll suck. Like maybe it will be terrible. Maybe it will be all of the horrible things you imagined. But maybe you'll be like me. Maybe it won't. Maybe, maybe it'll work. Maybe it'll click. Maybe you won't fail at all. Or, you know, it, I like to think of it. I watch my kids, and I have learned so much in being a mother, and it's it's incredible. like just the little lessons that you learn. From your kids and how humbling it is. But my oldest son, he takes skateboarding lessons, which (laughs) when I first started putting him in skateboarding, I was like, "Mm, that seems like a terrible idea. And obviously my mother is, you know, from upstate New York, a little bit of a conservative area, was like, why are you putting him in skateboarding? He's going to become a stoner and he's going to drop out of school. And, you know, all this stuff she's like decided because I put him in skateboarding lessons that he's going to be this like bad emo kid who like smokes behind the bleachers. Um, and I'm like, Hey, slow your roll. He's six years old. Um, but I kind of bought into that a little bit until I realized skateboarding is the best thing you can do for your kids because he fails so much like inherently it's one of those things that like you can't be good at it he's like naturally athletic he's one of those kids that like picks up a ball and throws a perfect spiral and picks up a baseball and he's got like great arm you know he's just naturally athletic and with skateboarding he's not like nobody is nobody's born knowing how to drop in off a quarter pipe like that's not something you can just do you gotta fall a lot you gotta fail a lot and so when I watch him do these skateboarding lessons and he falls over and over and over and over again it's like nothing happened right it's like just what's supposed to happen he falls he gets back up he does it again he falls he gets back up back up and he does it ad- does it he gets back up and he does it again and he really does fail forward, you know? And, and if you watch kids, kids do this. They don't have that negative self-tape. They don't have that insecurity, that judgment. That's, that seeps in, in like middle school. Gotta love middle school. But he, you know, young kids just, they're determined. They don't see the other stuff. They've got blinders. They're like, I'm gonna do it. You know, my littlest one, she's a little over one years old and she's the same. It's like, she is so determined, to unbuckle her own seatbelts and like it's not gonna happen she's nowhere near pressing in the right spots and she's nowhere near like close to opening it but it doesn't stop her from trying and like in her little mind she is like doing it she's working at it she's gonna do it one of these days it's gonna happen and I just feel like if we can all channel that in life to like be willing to fail, be so committed to whatever it is that we want to do or we want to try that we don't care if we fall on our face over and over and over again. We don't care if every time we try we don't get the result that we're expecting but we still keep trying. Like how successful would we all be? And and maybe we wouldn't, right? Like maybe we would just keep trying the same thing over and over and over and that's our life. Or maybe not, like maybe you keep trying and then eventually it works. Like eventually you break through. Maybe, you know, you keep putting yourself out there and eventually you meet someone, or you keep putting yourself out there and eventually you get that dream job or that promotion. Or, you know, maybe you keep doing what you're doing and you always stay exactly where you are, right? And I feel like. It's so It makes so much sense when you think about it and when you say it out loud. But in reality, it doesn't work that way, right? But it's like, okay, if I'm so afraid of failing that I never do anything, well, then I'm failing. It's like basic logic, right? You, you've done nothing, so you've inherently failed at whatever it is you wanted to do because you haven't done it because you're afraid. But if you try... If you're willing to fail forward, if you're willing to put yourself out there and fall on your face, you might fall on your face and then you'll learn from that and you try again or you might actually do it. Like you might actually succeed. You might actually be good at it or get what you were trying to do. Um, so so yeah, that was like really eye-opening for me, this moment of like failing forward and this realization of I put so much negative self-talk, self-doubt, so many blocks in my own way, right? And I convinced myself that like I couldn't do that, that I wouldn't be able to do that, that I wouldn't get hired, that I wouldn't be good at it anymore, that that wasn't a part of me anymore, that I shut out this part of my life that like really made me happy, that really made me feel motivated and excited and inspired and connected and that's so sad. Right? It's so sad that I that I allowed my own fears to keep me from doing something that I wasn't even going to fail at to begin with. Like I didn't fail. I I did great. I got hired. I was right at home. I jumped right back in, but I spent so much time stressing about it for no reason. And if I had just tried, like m- you know, if I had just tried, <laughs> it, would have, it would have been fine. So if there's something in your life that you are afraid of failing at, you're afraid of putting yourself out there, you're afraid of doing, just do it. Just try it. Because by holding yourself back and not doing whatever it is you're trying to do, you're, you are failing at it. So just do it. And maybe you won't fail. Maybe you will, but maybe you won't. Right? So that's all I have for you today. Go out into the world. Fall flat on your face. Fail forward. Get back up and do it again. Or maybe, just maybe, you will rock this life. Thank you guys for listening to the Rock This Life podcast. Follow us on social media at Rock This Life podcast on Facebook and Instagram or go to our website at rockthislifepodcast.com. And if you liked what you heard, please be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe on iTunes. See you next time.